What is up, guys? Welcome back to the All Sports Considered podcast, the show where we basically talk about a whole bunch of sports and confuse the hell out of you because oh, yeah. we have no organizational system here, and we don't even know what we're going to say right before we say it. Hell yeah. As hey. always, I'm your host, Dave. I talk basketball. I'm going to be talking football now because apparently our football guy has parents who don't want him putting his voice on the internet. So he's feeding us the information, and I'm reading yep. it off my phone. Yeah. To my right this time, as opposed to the left last time, I have my main man, John. What's up, man? What's up? How's Ryan. it going? Han, <laughs> yes. Yes, we're just going to call you Han for the rest of the podcast. It's the inside joke. Until this thing dies, because we have yeah. zero listeners and no one cares what we have to say. Hey, what's up, everybody? You know, all the millions of listeners we have. You know, we have millions of listeners. What are you talking about? Oh, we have, no, just everyone in the world listens People to this. People leaning on the edge of their seats. We're, we're so amazing, to, man. Uh, like, to listen to our we stuff. so much. Yeah. On my left... I got Ethan. Sup, y'all? Hey, Oakley, how you like this so far? Oh, <laughs> we're actually gonna get Oakley to listen. No, no, no. no probably not. No, he no. wouldn't. Um, so the theme today is we're gonna be looking at underrated players. We're gonna be thinking about who has the statistics that are really good, but that people don't really look at. Um, like last time, we're gonna be starting with basketball. First player on my list, Andre Roberson. So he's the shooting guard for the Thunder. And he is, okay, so he's a terrible shooter. Let's hmm. get that out of the way. He shot, in a, he shoots like 40 or 50% on free throws. Oh, boy. He, uh, two playoffs ago in a series against the Houston Rockets, he went like two for 19 from the line. <laughs> it was really 19. bad. God. But on defense, he is amazing. He's so like... the real way to look at it is look at the Thunder season before and after he went down with a season-ending injury. Before then, they had a really good defense, and after he went down, they didn't have a defense that could hang with anyone. Right. So, without Andre Roberson, the Thunder this year just couldn't do anything. And they had Steven Adams, who's supposed to be a good defender, and Paul George, who's supposed to be a good defender. Right. Without Andre Roberson, who's locked down, they had nothing. Andre Roberson is really good. Right. The the next couple players I'm going to talk about are on my Wolves. Guards on oh, my wolves. Yeah. You know I gotta bring my wolves into this. Oh boy. Yep. Tyus Jones and Derrick Rose. Tyus Jones Tyus Jones, in my eyes, is the most underrated player in the league. You always tell me about Tyus Jones. I man. love Tyus Jones, man. <laughs> he has like his assist turnover ratio is top five in the league. Uh, it was like four or something. Four assists for every turnover he had. Yeah. He comes in and you look at the advanced statistics, he was better than our starting point guard. Really? Tyus Jones, by advanced statistics, is better is a better point guard than Jeff Teague. Jeff Teague. Than Jeff Teague. He was one the of our Jeff leaders Teague. in plus minus. Well, the Jeff... No, Jeff Teague is not that good. Yeah, I know. We I, put I, in Jeff Teague. That's why I said that. Time and time again this season, I watched us, and like I looked at Jeff Teague, and it's like, oh, but, but he started. okay, so... What are you doing? He, yeah. he looked like he wanted to be like Russell Westbrook or Steph Curry out there. Oof. And it's like, we have two all-stars on this team. Stop just chucking it up as soon as you get the ball. Good, so good. when Tyus yeah. Jones came in, Tyus Jones is a pass-first point guard to the extent where his teammates have allegedly told him, go shoot, go score. Right. He's really good. Um, i got to bring this in here. He, he won Duke a championship in 2015. Oh, we won that oh that's why you know about him. Oh, I would well, know about him even go. if he hadn't won us that national championship, but the... But the national championship is good. Now his younger brother is on Duke, hoping oh, really? to repeat his success. Yeah. Oh wait. We've got his little brother playing oh, you, for us. Oh, you do. Yes. Yeah. Nice. Nice. So we also have three other even better freshmen. Is, it, is he Tyus Jones? Could be. Sequel? 
What? Is he Tyus Jones, the sequel? And Trey that Jones, yeah, he's going to be ah, really good. Nice. Uh, but Duke has quite possibly three of the top five picks in the draft on their team, not including Trey Jones. He's going to oh, be Yeah, because you really grab the top three recruits and just... Yeah, we, got, we he got... just He just hoisted a middle finger up to the entire league. We're yeah, like, no, we said, um, grabbing all three. hey, so R.J. Barrett, best player in the country... And then we got Cam Reddish, best player in the country, and Zion Williamson, best dunker, quite possibly of all time, certainly best high school dunker in the past like 10 or 15 years. Huh. I say best player in the country for RJ and Cam because RJ Barrett is Canadian. Right. And I, I gotta just plug my Duke, man, you know. No, of but course. Getting back to my NBA underrated players, um, Tyus leads the team, he passes, he gets things going, and then Derek Rose. Once the I was not happy. I will say I was not happy when the Wolves signed him. But then he showed us like once he shook off the rust, he was a very good player. Right. So the Wolves have him, and then they have Taj Gibson who was on the Bulls, and then they have Jeremy Butler who was on the Bulls, and now they signed Luol Deng who was on the Bulls, and Tom Thibodeau's our coach who was on the Bulls. We are turning the Timberwolves into the Bulls, and if it was 2010, yeah, we would be favorites to win the championship. Right. And rumor has it. We're looking at Joakim Noah, who used to be on the Bulls. Oh, really? Rumor has it. Um, you guys just got a bunch of Bulls guys from like. I hope we don't. Ago. I don't want Joakim Noah, but like, it's, Jesus. Because you know come everybody. On. Everybody loves his free throw. We have form. we yeah. have good players. Don't turn us into the Bulls. None of those Bulls players are like still really that good. Locker yeah. room presence is great, but get us some good young players. Yeah. Because now our draft picks. Our rookies are not going to get to play, and our second-year player, who looked like he could be good, is not going to get to play. Mm. Um, right. Next player, and I need to get some Ethan opinions on this. I think this could be the most underrated player in the league, Marcus Smart. He he's the most uh, underrated flopper in the league. I think. Okay, that's, shut up. No, he's more. he's he's uh, a very stellar flopper, and that is well recognized across the league. His whoa, flopping skills are not underrated. Marcus Smart, but. Ethan, what do you? What are your thoughts on Marcus Smart? Well, I mean, over the past couple of years, I mean, he's getting a bunch of playing time, averaging roughly ten points a game. You know, he's a good offensive player. He's a nice clutch player. He's not that good. An I'm calling him. I'm biased towards the Celtics. Every single person on that bloody team is a good offensive player. Tremendous. Um, we had so many injuries, and we still put up so well, much. Offense. That was insane. Why was Brad seven, Stevens not? He had a seventy-two point nine free throw percentage. I mean. That's a, We're gonna say that's that. horrible. Okay. Look at Arch, okay. Look at Andre Roberson's. And that's then true. Look at Marcus Smart. But Marcus Smart is just such a good defender. You watch him mm-hmm. play, and he's a thick guard. Thick. And I watch him play, and there's like shooters. He goes up into shooters' faces, and he pushes them off their spots. Hmm. So his block percentage is one point two. That's he gets how percentage. Many yeah, I don't know. Okay, I just, well. I, I don't know if that's good. Um, I, I don't know. I just looked up a random stat. I'm on a basketball reference right yeah, now. Yeah, well, basketball reference can give you all kinds of stats <laughs> that you can't put into any well, sort of context. Yeah. You should use more reliable source like ESPN. Um, actually, no. Basketball reference is more reliable than ESPN. Care. Basketball re- reference I'm gonna uh, use is ESPN. probably the most yeah. reliable. Yeah, basketball reference is great. But, okay. Yeah, so let's see. Um, field goal percentage is Okay. What do you got for points. us? Fi- got, How, what is his Okay, so percentage? last year he had 10 points per game, uh, so 0.4 blocks a more game, than 1.3 steals a game. That's yeah, he's one good. to take, take notice. Total rebounds per game is Scroll uh, down to advanced 3.5. statistics. What was his defensive box plus minus? Defensive blocks plus minus. Probably wasn't 
outstanding because the Celtics, every player on that team oh, plays go. good defense. Uh, 1.1. 1.1. Yeah, that's that's not as elite as you might expect. Offensive but, blocks plus minus was negative 1.6. Yeah. So, uh-huh. yeah. Well, okay. I, I don't want to bash on your guy, but he does seem pretty good. No, Marcus Smart is good. It's just his, his stats aren't going to look amazing because the Celtics overall, best defense in the league. And so it, it takes a lot to stand out yeah. amongst a bunch of other really good defenders. But if you watch him play... Like, players will tell you that they hate to play against Marcus Smart. He just does the dirty plays. Uh, right. The, the dirty things. He's the, the, the henchman. The, 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 he was all rookie. That's, that came out wrong. He does not go out and trip people. Um, <laughs> like but but people. the best um. thing he did this year, the Celtics were playing the Rockets, and he went out at the end of the game and drew two offensive fouls out of James Harden on yeah, inbound plays. James Harden's plays. face after that was James Harden was awesome. pissed. The beard. One, one of the, he was he deserved the MVP that he won. Yeah. But man, was he mad. He was like, "You have upset the beard. You shall get consequences for your actions." Well, see, James Harden, I feel like doesn't deal with being mad as well as some other guys. You make LeBron mad. You make Russell Westbrook mad. They're just gonna go and dunk on you. Right. You make James Harden mad, and I'm not sure he's you gonna make Draymond Green mad. He'll fight you. Do not, do not dare make Draymond Green mad. Yeah. You I make, mean, even if he's not mad at you, he'll still kick you in the nuts. You make, not a you make KD mad and I don't hate like Draymond. You make KD mad and you'll forget to switch to his burner account. <laughs> Try to, like, like limp. Uh, if y'all, if y'all haven't heard about that, Kevin Durant has uh, defended himself on Twitter in the third person from his own account. <laughs> so it seems all but certain that he has burners that he just forgot to switch to. Oh my god, yes. Um, next guy on this list, and John, you might have opinions on this if you watched any of the uh, Blazers series oh, yeah. this year. Drew Holiday. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. He I locked agree. Dame down oh god, in yeah. that playoff series. Yeah, I know. I was like, who is this guy? He is, like, shutting us down. Exactly. On here? But he's been actually very good for years. Yeah. He was the Pelicans' arguably second-best player this year. Certainly the second best player after DeMarcus Cousins went down, but arguably even their second best player before he went down with injury. And, like, for the season as a whole, he was more valuable. Right. Because, you know, Boogie only played, like, half the year. He blew out his Achilles. Then he signed with the Golden State Warriors. And, oh, my God, now we have five All-Stars on one team. I can't believe that. That is, like... That just, yeah. Speaking of the Warriors, next up on my list is Clay Thompson. People, like... I feel like when people are talking about the Warriors, they don't bring up Clay because he's just such a chill guy and he's not always in the spotlight. Yeah, but Clay Thompson, if you put him on another team, can be like Jimmy Butler, Paul George, lead a team to the playoffs, and with another star, lead the team like deep in the playoffs. Yeah, let's see, field goal percentage almost like five, so it's four four point eight. Yeah, which is really good for a um, guard. He right. shot. He shoots like what forty three percent. His effective three. field goal percentage is five eighty five. That's so really good. That's really yeah. good. 20 points per game, you know, uh, uh, let's see, two assists per game. Uh, yeah, so he's uh, The assists could go up, yeah, especially on the Warriors when is if well, you I mean, pass to someone, they're going to well, put I mean, the Steph, ball in the Steph basket. Steph gets all the assists because he's a point guard. Fair. He gets to feed to, uh, you and know. KD now, actually, Boogie Cousins, he gets to feed to. Yeah. And KD and, oh, my God. Uh, but Clay Thompson, believe it or not, Considering how long Steph and Katie have been in the spotlight on the Warriors, you'd think um, one of them would be the Warriors' single-game 
uh, scoring record, but no, it's Clay. It's Clay. And Clay did it in like he scored like sixty points in three quarters. He sat out the fourth quarter of wow. that game. That's insane. He did sixty points like three quarters. So you Could think have. about it. Yeah. He was roughly on pace to break Kobe's record and be the second leading scorer, have have the second most points in a single game of all time. Right. Behind Wilt Chamberlain's 100-point game. And yeah. if you listen to the conspiracy theorists, there's no footage of his 100-point game. So if you uh, listen to the conspiracy theorists, they could say, huh, well, maybe Wilt never scored 100. Like, like but the Alex Jones I don't know. NBA. Oh, God. Thank, thank God he got banned from Twitter, man. Look at the freaking frogs came. Shut up. <laughs> we will not get political in a sports podcast. Yeah, yeah. Um, next up, CJ McCollum. Uh, yeah. CJ is, what, 20, 25 a game? Um, oh, yeah. A very good supporting star for Dame Lillard. Yeah, he got 21 points last year a game, so, yeah. And uh, He's been very good. He's undersized, but he can handle, he can play point guard. He just doesn't because Damian Lillard is... Yeah, All NBA and CJ McCollum is not even all, not quite All Star. Yeah, but Let's, yeah. you know he he's like right on that next step down from All Stars. He's very good. Yeah. Um, he can do a lot of things that a lot of other that almost any other player can't do. Let's see, he gets a steal a game. Um, oh, he played for Lehigh, didn't he? His effective percent uh, field goal percentage is yeah. I I wasn't old enough to be paying attention back then, but I'm pretty sure he walked through Duke in, like, the first yeah, round of the NCAA tournament on Lehigh. Was it Lehigh or Mercer? It was, it was Lehigh. Lehigh. It was yeah. Lehigh. Um, Lehigh. How, do you, how do you know that was fun to watch? You wouldn't have even... Wait, would you? I watched, like, the highlights Did of you? it, and I was yeah. like, ah. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not going to. <laughs> yeah. Um, next up, Spencer Dinwiddie. I spent a lot of time watching Wait, the who? Nets. Spencer Dinwiddie, Dinwiddie on the Nets. Dinwiddie. Dinwiddie. So... I spent Sorry. a lot of time watching the Nets this year because I wanted to see oh, if Jaleel Okafor was going to get playing time. Um, he didn't. He's now, like, unsigned and isn't probably ever going to make it back to the league. Um, right. But Spencer Dinwiddie, when D'Angelo Russell went down with injury and when Jeremy Lin went down with injury, I feel like Jeremy Lin played, I think he played, like, one game in two years with the Nets. Yeah. He was that injured. He had his five um, minutes of fame. And, and now he's good. on, like, the Hawks playing behind Trey Young. Um, Dinwiddie was like, he stepped up, and he led that Nets team, and he played right. really well on that Nets team. And now he's on, um, is he still on the Nets? Yeah, he's still on the Nets. The Nets. And didn't the Nets also get um, Shabazz Napier? I think so. Yeah, yeah, he was also really good as a backup for the Blazers this year. Um, let's see. Oh, he got, he got 12 points, 6 assists. Yeah. On, um, let's see, how many minutes? 28 minutes. But the real thing was he was leading that Nets team. That's true. That's true. He, he he stepped up, and the Nets weren't god-awful this year. They were just awful. Yeah. But they weren't, like... They weren't, like, they uh, weren't tanking. They, they weren't Suns-level awful. This year, the Nets, like, really, really should tank. Yeah. Because this is the first year that they finally have their pick. Oh, God. They traded them all to the Celtics, right? Yeah. So tank and get... Tank can get R.J. Barrett, get Cam Reddish, I hate to say it, but get Nasir Little from UNC. Oh, yeah. Uh, get Zion Williamson and get people... Actually, Zion might be the best guy they could draft, because they're in Brooklyn. Right. Which is New York. And so they've got, like, national attention. Right. So yeah. get a highlight guy, like Zion Williamson, get some hype in there, take away that hype from the Knicks and get some Knicks fans over to the... Uh, oh, yeah. Barclays right. Center? Is that where they play? Yeah, Barclays Center. I think it is, Center. yeah. They have like they already get like the draft there and like 
Yeah, the draft is there every year. A bunch of big events are there. So get like a really high, a, a good highlight player that gets the fans out there to watch. Right. And then that'd be good. Um, right. Next up on my list is not a player. It's an organization. The Indiana Pacers. Yeah, yeah, I would say that. They yeah, took LeBron to seven games this year. Victor Oladipo really stepped up. He himself is not underrated, but the organization around him is. They've got some really good backup players. They just signed Tyreek Evans, which is right. going to be really big um, because I think he could step up and he could like score a lot, but also he could be a really good playmaker for them. Right. And then the real key, I think, to the whole Pacers organization, can Miles Turner step up and grow into his potential? Right. Because he looked really good. Um he had, he had a lot of potential. He can like he blocks a lot of shots, and he can shoot threes as a center. And so he's what you're looking for in a modern player. And I, a lot of people were expecting him to step up this year. And I think I, I think someone in our fantasy league last year drafted him really high because he was ranked like twenty, like top thirty fantasy players because people were expecting him to step up, but it was Oladipo instead. Hmm. But he could step up and turn into like a twenty and ten guy. And if he does that and becomes that second star for the Pacers organization, yeah. the Pacers can be something. Right. Yeah. I could see the Pacers being as high as fourth on, or even third, depending on if Kawhi's actually like truly hurt. Right. Fourth, third or fourth in the East is what the Pacers could do this year. And also because the East has a lot less talent than the West, you know, so there's yeah. less competition. So it's, it's going to be the Sixers and the Celtics will be the top two teams. And then the Raptors will probably be way up there if the uh, yeah. if Kawhi is healthy and he can gel with that team. Yeah. And I've seen it suggested uh, by people who are close to Kawhi that he might actually not leave Toronto for L.A. Really? Yeah. L.A. didn't pull the trigger on Paul George and he went to OKC and he's staying in OKC. They didn't pull the trigger on Kawhi and now Kawhi might stay away from them too. The Lakers really need to just step up and stop yeah. waiting for free agency. Right. Um, but yeah, Indiana could be good. Right. And they have experience in the playoffs. They took LeBron to seven games right. in the first round. Yeah. Who takes LeBron to seven games in the first round? That's right. <laughs> Considering the, the guys he played in the second round who had just won a franchise wow, number yeah. of games, he he beaten four. But yeah, yeah, the East, outside of the top few teams, the East is awful, but there's some good talent in those top few yeah. teams. I still say, though, the Celtics are walking to the finals. The Celtics yeah. just have too much talent. Um, like, no one's even sure what their starting lineup's going to be. If everybody's completely. healthy, I, then yeah, I agree with you. What do you I think? I think I disagree just because with really? our luck with injuries last year, we're going to get some more injuries this year. I know it. I but can you can't feel get it. I can feel it. You have that, like, medicine. The, the like, real question is, will Kyrie leave after this year? Well, will if he goes he go to the New Knicks, York? I'm going to, like, be... Well, yeah. I've seen it suggested he and Jimmy Butler want to play together. And well, if they I don't the think Knicks, that's happening. I don't that's so think, that can't no. happen in Boston. I don't think no, that sure know. can't happen know. in Minnesota. The Knicks will have two uh, max slots, right? So you put the Knicks in. So you got a uh, Kyrie and Jimmy Butler and Kristaps Porzingis and Ennis Cantor and the Knicks are going to actually be good. Oh, the man, Knicks could actually be good. People booed Kristaps Porzingis. Oh man, that the, was so funny. People were booing him on draft night, and now he they're like, oh man. He's so good. It's just that the next you get, know, get well soon. He tore his ACL. I really right. like watching him play, though. Um, I hope he comes back stronger, but eh. 
Yeah. Guys don't always come back you from ACL You know who ACL I really don't strong. like watching who? play? Jabari Bird. Oh, God. Three points per game. And then he and got this... arrested for, like, strangling his yeah. girlfriend. Oh, God. Yeah, he's like Roberto Ozuna of, of, of NBA. You know? He was charged with domestic assault, strangulation, and kidnapping. Oh, boy. What a, what a gentleman and a scholar. Uh, man, you know? it's just... You, you hate yeah. to see stuff like this. Yeah. These guys have, like, everything, and they still go out here and make these stupid mistakes. No, I, I remember there was this one player, this one NBA player, he gambled away all his money, and he was, like, in a million dollars in debt. MJ? No, it wasn't MJ. It was, Gilbert like, Arenas? It, I, th- I think so. It was one of those guys. And he was, Gilbert like, a million dollars in debt. How do you... How are you so stupid with your money? There are idiots. You know? There are guys who uh, win the lottery, and yeah. within five years, they're back on the streets. Right, they're back to broke. Because yep. this one guy, he won the lottery... And he, what he did with his money, yeah. he started running demolition derbies in his backyard. Demolition? He bought cars to crash into each other. You can't make this up, man. There's some just... idiots in this world. Yeah. Um, I don't know how we got on this line of conversation. We had to bring it yeah, back. Next on my list, you know I had to plug him, J.J. Redick. Uh, so, J.J. Redick. J.J. you can laugh all you want, but he is one of the best shooters in the league. Right. Um... He has he he's Duke's all-time leading scorer, which a lot of people don't know. Right. People will think like, oh, Grant Hill, Christian Leitner, maybe like. No, JJ Redick. Uh, no, it's JJ. JJ Redick goes out there and he hits threes, and he just had the best season of his career at like thirty-four or thirty-five. Right. He went out. He scored like seventeen a game for the uh, for the Sixers. He shot over forty percent from three. He's really good. Hmm. Um, yeah. And he provides leadership. And um, this could just end up leading to, like, he, he's really good. Yeah. Um, one thing I want to see, though, LeBron James needs shooters, right? We've established that. Yeah. He's also never won a championship without having a Duke player on roster. Mm. Get him J.J. Redick. Yeah. LeBron needs to work with J.J. Redick. He's a shooter, and he's a Dukey. Yeah. It's perfection. Yeah, you can feed the ball to LeBron, and LeBron just... Slam it. No, no. LeBron drives and finds JJ Redick open for three. Oh, true. And if JJ yeah. Redick is open for three, JJ yeah. Redick's making that three. He's the only guy where I've never seen him take a shot that I said there is no chance that's going in. Ah. I if see. he pulls up from half court, I'm like, okay, that ball has got a really good chance of going in. Yeah, it's like. The, um. Uh, next, Chris Middleton. Oh yeah, I had him on my fantasy team. He was pretty yeah, good. He probably did good things yeah. for you. He's um. Oh yeah. He's Giannis's second star. He hit from, what, just inside half court against the Celtics in, like, game one to send it to overtime with, like, less than a second. Yeah. Um, 20 points a game last yeah, he, year. Yeah, he, fu- he plays on the level of an all-star without being an all-star. And the really good thing about him, if you need him to score 30 points, he'll score 30 points. If you yeah. need him to score five points and give Giannis the ball, he will score five points and give Giannis the ball. Right. He plays really well, and he's the perfect backup star to Giannis. Yeah, you know, his effective field goal percentage is 52.4. Yeah. You know, just to look at that, his, four, his field goal percentage is 46.6, which is actually pretty good. Also, I just need the Bucks to step it up, man. Yeah. You they cannot waste a player like Giannis. Yeah. you got Giannis, you got Chris Middleton, but Eric Bledsoe is just the wrong player because he's good enough that you can't justify not using him, Yeah. but he's just, like, you need a better point guard. Right. But I don't know, because Giannis has to have the ball. 
So yeah. how does how do the Bucks build a roster around that? They I gotta think get somebody what, who's assist heavy. You know? My thinking is, the Bucks need a better bench. They need to invest in a bench. I guess. Yeah. Get Giannis. Be get Giannis some shooters, because the Bucks are one of the worst shooting teams in the organization. Right. Chris Middleton is like the only shooter on roster. Hmm. Um, That's they true. have like, they hit some of the fewest threes at the worst percentage. Um, it starts with Giannis because Giannis can't shoot. The fact that Giannis scores like almost thirty a game without being able to shoot is wild. If this kid develops a jumper, I I don't know if people agree with me, but I think right now Giannis is like twenty two or twenty three. I think he has a shot if he works his if he works hard, which it looks like he does. I think he has a shot at being the goat. It's too early to tell, but if he yeah, stays healthy for his career, well, I if mean, he stays healthy, he's already at twenty two or twenty three, scoring twenty eight a game. That's true. He is my pick for MVP this year. Hmm. I have him stepping up you think and he has winning all the MVP. Tools to do it? I thought he had the tools to do it this year. Yeah. He he started out the season as like the favorite. He's definitely gonna be good. Um, I I really I, need that. Him. I don't know about goat. I need to draft him. There's a lot of good basketball players out there, you know. Oh yeah. Totally. MJ the MJ LeBron debate, you know, just yeah. just that alone. Yeah. We we spent an episode on my YouTube channel where John and I just yelled at each other for like ten minutes about oh is it MJ is it LeBron? Yeah. Um, I say LeBron, he says MJ. I say, yeah, I say yeah. he's wrong. You're I wrong say you're too. Wrong. Yeah. Oh, you're both wrong. Yeah. Um, I bet Dave's gonna get but, the last word here. Yep. Uh, <laughs> I can. It's my podcast. I can have the last word. Oh, I can boy. add in later in hey, editing. I can it's just our podcast. What are you talking about? Yeah, true. But yeah. I can add in later in editing. Oh, by the way, <laughs> it's LeBron. <laughs> and then they, they agree. They just won't say it. Cleveland, um, this is for you. Next up. I don't like LeBron. I really why? I, honestly, why? I just I don't like him. Why? I, he's yeah, he's, he's annoying. How's he annoying? Well, he's not. He's like he sort of reminds me of A Rod without the drugs. Uh, okay. I well, no, he's not nearly as bad as A Rod. Like A Rod so is like LeBron's yeah. also doing just A Rod is so LeBron's bad. doing amazing things for the community though. Right. Well, you, that I promise school. Well, is yeah. quite possibly the best thing an NBA player has ever done for the community. You know, I saw those things like, why is D-Rose copying LeBron? I'm like, please, copy LeBron. Yes. This is a good thing. Some, uh, I forget who, maybe Bismack Biombo, some guy on the Magic, um, yeah. also did it. And I was like, I don't know who you are, but thank you. Yeah. People, kids need education in right. these underfunded areas. Yeah. There was like this thing in, I forget what city, might have been Chicago, where like the cops just had a truck full of shoes that they left open huh. so that when kids tried... So they were trying to set up these kids so they could put these kids in jail. What? I'm like, what are you doing? That's just... That is the worst possible thing. That's like evil. So these kids who are underprivileged, they need someone to go out there and help yeah, them. And exactly. if these players can go out there and set up a school like LeBron did... LeBron is not only giving these kids a great education, he's, like, helping their parents get job training, and he's going to, like, pay for their college educations. Yeah. This is great. Like, on Do the, this. On the character debate, LeBron, like, just destroys MJ. I mean, oh, MJ question. MJ stayed up till 3 or 4 in the morning on a game day. Gambling. Gambling. And, I mean... He, he was once seen... It was, like, during the finals. It was a game in Chicago, I think. Really? He was seen in Salt Lake City at 4 in the morning gambling. It's like the high rollers table, yeah. like losing millions. Le if LeBron is seen at four in the morning, he's working out. Yeah, taking jumpers. Um, 
like Kobe is seeing is seeing it four in the morning. He's working out. Apparently, he's already a little bit overweight. Yeah, which is um, a little sad. But, well, I mean, he's not really that much overweight. I I think we should because he's like he used to be like really, like really like just really like now he's just normal looking. Is Kobe gonna come out of retirement conspiracy? Hmm. Kobe gonna unretire. He, his wife is saying he's not. But I don't think Kobe himself is. I don't, think, said he's I don't not. think he's gonna disobey his wife. Well, no, no. It depends. Let me, let me. Hang on. Let me just look up who his wife is. No, no. There's no way he's disobeying his wife. That that does not. Fly. I mean, most guys won't. Oh yeah, no. She's hot. Never mind. He's not gonna disobey her. Um, Whoa. <laughs> sorry. Hey. I, I knew I was gonna take flag for saying that. I was just like, uh. anyway. Um, next on my list, the Morris twins. Marcus Morris and Markeith Morris. Um, they play well. They go out and play hard. They uh, Marcus Morris looked really good for the Celtics this year. He started some games to give them more lineup versatility. Um, but yeah, the Morrises generally go out and play really well. I don't know that much about them. Um, Kelly Oubre on the Wizards. He plays hard. Uh, we live in D.C., so I hear a lot of people like raving about how good Kelly Oubre is. I think he's okay. He goes out there. He's a good young player. He defends well. Um, I'm just trying to hit players because so, we're already like a half hour in. And let's we're see. Um, uh, he had an effective field goal percentage of 499, so pretty much 5. So that's eh. like, that's meh. He, he's, a, but, he's a power forward, so it's not see. good. Uh, field goal percentage, 429. I mean, it could be better. He's, he's pretty good. As his a rebounds, backup, he's 5. good. 5.4. And 26 minutes played, 13.6 points. He, he gets, uh, okay, his, his block. Um, turnovers, no, I'm not going to do that. Uh, anyway, he's good for anyway, a backup. he's okay. Julius Randle uh, played really well for the Lakers, scored like 18 a game. Uh, he's now on the Pelicans. He's going to play well. Um, people don't really know about him right. because like when they were watching the Lakers, they were like, oh, Lonzo Ball. Yeah. Kyle Kuzma. Well, no. And another Laker that I want to talk about, Brandon Ingram, who I think Brandon Ingram is my pick this year for um, the second best player on that team. Right. I think he's going to be this year's D-Wade or Kyrie for LeBron. He's going to be this year's like, okay, well, if LeBron's not going to score, I'm going to go out there and score. Right. Because someone's got to do it. He showed amazing growth this year. And the real trick, if he puts on weight... Um, if he puts on some weight, because he's super skinny, yeah. but if he puts on some weight so he can go out there and bang with them, yeah. like, he'll be good. He, he tends to lay the ball in around the basket instead of, what? Hey, what with the, sorry. Shut sorry. up. Go ahead. Keep going. Keep going. Yes, he fucking smashes everyone. No. <laughs> <laughs> what, what do you think goes on in these locker rooms? I've seen video oh, of, like, Anthony Davis, and I don't know why this is on the internet, but Anthony Davis in, like, the Kentucky locker room, naked, getting spanked. I don't know. That's, Whoa, like, a thing. That's, like, that's like worse so, than the cross-country yeah, basketball, team. Yeah, no, the cross-country team is something. Yeah. Um, but yeah. basketball locker rooms are something else. Yeah, that's for sure. Um, I'm just going to quick run here. Trevor Ariza um, played well for the Rockets. Uh, he's a really good defender, great role player. He can shoot some. Um, the Rockets are really going to miss having him this year. But, hey, they replaced him with Carmelo Anthony. Yeah, that's true. Who has never been actually that good. He's overrated right. his whole career. Yeah. You know um, what's also overrated, though? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go okay. on a tangent here. Yeah. It's not basketball, but the SEC. The SEC is overrated. I mean, okay, so the only good schools in the SEC are Georgia, Alabama, you know, Auburn. Those are good schools. Texas A&M is, is good sometimes. But then they got South Carolina, Missouri. Well, 
I mean, Kentucky's good in basketball, but they had a 5-7 and seven record last year. I just don't see it. Yeah. I don't um, see it. Anyway. Anyway, De'Aaron Fox and the rest of the Sacramento Kings' future. The Sacramento Kings actually have, like, they look good. Um, Marvin Bagley is going to be great. Um, De'Aaron yeah. Fox is, uh, according to Scottie Pippen, better than Lonzo Ball. Right. Um, he looks good. He was hurt this year and wasn't the starter for a lot of the year, so he didn't quite live up to his potential, but he's one of the fastest guys in the league. Right. Uh, he's a good defender, and he just looks good. Um, Nikola Jokic and the Nuggets. Nikola Jokic is um, quite possibly the best passing big man the game has ever seen. It looks like he has eyes in the back of his head. Um, mm. He can shoot. He's got a really good floater. Um, I see. The Nuggets are going to be good. Jamal Murray. Um, I think they still have Will Barton, Isaiah Thomas, Michael Porter Jr. They got him as a steal. Paul Millsap, Nikola Jokic. I think they still have Mason Plumlee. Um, yeah. The Nuggets are promising. They're going to break their playoff drought. They've been like the ninth seed for right. at least two years now. A um, couple more things. Utah Jazz. They were good this year. I think they'll have the second best defense. Yeah, Utah in the Jazz was really year. good last year. Uh, they um, added Grayson Allen, who's going to be a really good piece off the bench for them. Yeah, you you can laugh Allen. because he's my Duke guy, but Grayson no. So Allen. think about it. He provides shooting, and he doesn't need the ball in his hands. Let's say Grayson Allen. He plays hard, provides shooting. He doesn't need the ball. What? Who else do you want to have like? Let's on just, that Jazz team. Soapy stops. Uh, the the Jazz are people. good, but what they aren't is deep. They played like a six or seven man rotation last year. So adding Grace now to the rotation, he can shoot from deep. He's athletic, and he'll he'll do what you need. He doesn't need the ball. He gets that one point. And then one last thing, a guy who just retired, who is underrated for his whole career, oh. Manu yes. Ginobili. Manu Ginobili, dude, he's uh, so good. Manu was great. Um, he. Won Argentina. He, he led Argentina in 2004 to the gold medal. They beat the U.S. It was completely yeah. embarrassing for the oh, United States. Um, yeah, John's, the Ar- John's Argentine. Yeah, we get it. Yeah. I think we didn't know yeah. how much we liked him until he retired. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't know I liked Manu until I made a documentary on him on my YouTube channel. Go check it out. Yes. Crazy Devils. <laughs> yes. He's got like 40 followers, everyone. Some good content. I get it. 175 subs. Um, when I followed you. When you subbed, yeah. Um, but yeah, Manu, Oof. he was really good. No one really knew about him as much. The big three, you know, but right? yeah, of the big three, like Tim Duncan, Tony Parker, and Manu, Manu was the one who was willing to come off the bench. Right. He was clutch. Um, Speaking of that, Dirk is now willing to come off the bench. Yes. For the Apparently, like, Dirk is. And Manu was so clutch. He's and willing to do whatever they want him to do. Yeah. And the Mavs are gonna do honestly. The Mavs will do what Dirk wants them to do. He gave him. He's this is like his twenty first year now, mm-hmm. um, which I think is now an NBA record for the most time. It's certainly the most time with a franchise, but I think it's the most time anyone's played. He, just, he, he and Vince he Carter. He made them relevant. Pretty yeah, much. he made the I mean, Mavs good, and he won them that championship over LeBron. Right. By almost single handedly. Yeah. Oh yeah, he carried them to, um, the, to the. So yeah, that's what I've got for basketball. Okay. Uh, we're gonna send it into baseball now. Oh, baseball! I thought we're doing which football. Is, nah, we're gonna do baseball first because we okay. don't have as much football, right, and I baseball. need to go get a drink. Okay. You guys want so, drinks? I'll take a drink. All right. You want, you want a drink, John? Oh uh, yeah, sure. Yes, okay, please. Cool. Uh, water. Now you can go walk away, and we're gonna talk about yep, baseball. Y'all can talk about baseball. Okay. So, um, the AL, it's pretty much decided. Ah. I mean, okay. So there's the Red Sox. 
you know, they, let's see, let me pull up, let me pull up my baseball well, stats here. The Red Sox right here, we already have 101 wins. The Yankees are at nine and a half games out. Ooh, the Baltimore Orioles, 105 losses. 105 losses. And Dave over here was sitting here wondering, will the Orioles finish with a win percentage under 300? I think they will. Yeah, no, they're 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 way under like, yeah, like two eighty six. That's that's under three hundred. That's it's really insane. bad. And and Cleveland has pretty much already iced the central. I mean, who does he have to deal with? I mean, Minnesota. Cleveland. Cleveland Minnesota's done Minnesota's anything. gonna be eliminated if they lose one more game. So if yeah, they, they have Everybody to win already... the next twelve games. I think there's roughly twelve to fifteen yeah. left in the season to have a shot. And, and then Cleveland would have to lose 12 straight games. And then there's the three stooges of the uh, AL, is Baltimore, uh, White Sox, and uh, Royals. They yeah. all haven't gotten 60 wins, and Baltimore hasn't even gotten 50. Hasn't even gotten 45. So there's if we're, that. Too. If we're saying who hasn't gotten 60 wins yet, let's also add in those wonderful Marlins and Padres. Oh, in the boy. NL. You know, I thought the Marlins were going to be worse than they are. Oh, yeah. But you know, here's, here's the one... But they oh, had no. a couple of they had a couple of guys that just came off. Um, they just kind of stepped up. Um, you know, Justin Bauer. You know, as uh, assistance. Oh God, no, not him. Um, uh, Justin Bauer as. I think he was a, a really underrated player. Let me look up the stats. Fuck you! Ones. I have to go right now. I'm sorry. Sorry. Fuck you. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> you got water right there. Thank you. Let's anyway, see. keep it going. All right, let's keep it going here. Um, let's see. Um, to anyone who didn't know what that was, I got a scam call from someone I don't know who is. Real Muto is still on the Marlins, right? Oh, Real Muto has been like... Real Muto, here, catcher, right? God. You know, let's let's yeah. just think about this. Nationals, right? Catcher Wilson Ronalds goes to the Phillies. We're, yeah. like, we're going to keep Matt Weeders and Pedro suffering. Matt Weeders. Matt Weeders. Matt Weeders. Matt Weeders. He sucks. He he's a good defensive. He he's does. like he's like Carson Kelly in the Cardinals. He is a good defender, yeah. but his offense his is offense just, is, and Pedro Severino's offense is bad too. They're both they're both <laughs> batting like two fifty and under. And then you have JT Romeo too. I think he's batting roughly two seventy to two ninety in that range. The Nationals yeah. could have gotten him. They're like screw this here. You stay on the Marlins. That, that kind of reminds me of the, the Cardinals are the option between uh, Daniel Murphy and Matt Adams. And we're like, hey, you know, let's let's uh, oh, let's just give uh, Murphy to the Cubs. Let's take Matt Adams instead. So with with. Saying this, Matt Adams, a few years back, hit two homers off the Cardinals on the Nats. That's true. Then he comes on the Cardinals and hits two homers um, on the Nats. Two homers on the Cardinals. It's like, hmm. Off the Nats. So Hmm. he's like, well then. He hurt you, and he's like, here, I'm paying you back. I'm I'm paying you back. back. Yeah. And apparently Greg Holland is okay now, so that that, 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 that pisses me off. Yeah. Um, Let's see. I want to talk about a really underrated team. Is the Rays? I mean, you yeah. know, they're twenty-one game. They're twenty games back, but they're like fourteen games over five hundred. I know, and they've got a, a ton of good players like Blake Snell. Exactly. You know, and um, you know one really sad thing. They've what? already been eliminated. I know. That's just they that's... were eliminated two days ago, but they recently got another win. I think, to be honest, if you're fourteen games over five hundred, but you're in a division that is so 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 competitive. Yeah. Because right now, let's Fox. say. The Rays. What if the Rays were in the AL Central? Then they'd be second the, behind yeah, the Indians. Yeah, they'd that have, would be they'd, a that would be an actual race. That would actually be fun to watch. Yeah. Whereas this, uh, you know, crap show here. They got, uh, you know, Joey Wendell has been pretty good this year. Also, yeah. Malik Smith batting over three hundred. Yep. You know, um, 
And let's see, Joey Wendell's stats. He's been batting 293. This guy, Wilson Ramos, batting uh, 297 with the A34. And OPS. also, no, Matt Duffy, 296. Oh, yeah, yeah. That Matt Duffy's been pretty underrated, too. I mean, they got a bunch of good guys, and they also picked up. We, we let go of Tommy Pham because of clubhouse issues, but they picked him up, and he's been pretty good. Yeah. He's been uh, 319 with a 954 OPS, which is, like, really good. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, you know, I mean, they've also just, like, started winning a lot recently. Um, so, Juan, how many games are there left in the season? Uh, let's see. Eight, I don't want to do math, but Juan. 80 plus 66. Juan. That's 146 games. So that means there's probably like there's less to, there's like 16 games left. So do you think less than a month? That yeah. does anyone here think that the Yankees can lose six games in that span and be eliminated from the postseason? Oh, that'd be great. That'd be I, wonderful. Because I, I would just love to see the Red Sox in here, so we don't have to compete with the salty Yankees fans. Fuck all you Yankees fans out there. I'm you sorry. Know, it's like I have to do like, that. We it's like, like have differences, but it's like those that meme of like those two burly guys like yeah. like holding together. It's like Cardinals fans. Red Sox fans, we both hate the Yankees. <laughs> or any, it's like, any, it's any. It's like Cardinals team. hate the Cubs, we hate the Yankees. My family doesn't hate the Cardinals. We just, when when the neutral. Red Sox and the Cardinals clash in the World Series, it's always fun. Oh, yeah. It's That's always fun. We, we have it's really good, good matchups. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, we're, we're tied now, you know? Mm-hmm. It'll be, be kind of interesting, you know. Uh, to see. I, I, another, I think. Another clash. And 2018 still has a shot at being Cardinals Red Sox, but yeah. the Cardinals have to step up and yeah. Central, and it's really close. It's a really fun race right now because the Cubs are on top, and I I do not like the Cubs because yeah. there are a few kids that go to our school that you know like the Cubs that I'm eh about, but I've never right. I've never liked the Cubs. I, I was a big fan of Back to the Future too. Never liked the Cubs. No, yeah, no, I hate the Cubs. Mm-hmm. Um, but definitely they're easily the the best division in the NL. I mean, what do they have to compete with? I mean, Atlanta? Yeah, well, in Uh, in my opinion, I think that the Rockies, because right now the the Rockies Oh, yeah, the Rockies are good. They've won 81 games. I understand the Cubs have won 86, but I just think the Cubs in their last 10, they're 5-5. Yeah. I want to take note that the Brewers in their last 10 are 8-2, and and the Brewers are one and a half games out, so they just have to put on some extra fire and they can get through. Yeah, I mean, the the Rockies, they have um, have, have Nolan Arenado. Yes, they do. Trevor Story. Oh, yeah, those guys are, I mean, I'm I'm sorry, but I'm going to say this, Nolan Arenado is underrated. Yes. Because, you know, everybody's like, oh, you know, uh, um, oh, Bryce Harper or, you know, whatever. Well, Bryce Bryce Harper's good. But Bryce Harper, see, I, I want to say out to everyone here, my favorite NL team is still the Nationals, and I'm not hating on Harper here. The only reason Harper started for the All-Star game is because he's popular. Right. That's the only reason. Yeah. He was absolute shit. After the All-Star game, oh, he started getting agree. better and better and better. But, I mean, he does not deserve to start. Right. What are we reading? Oh, yeah. Can you incorporate that in any way? Just wondering. Oh yeah, yeah. That's, it's pretty good though. Like the wild card race is insane. Absolutely right insane. Now. But it's way more fun in the NL or yeah. also AL West. I might add yeah. is a very very fun race. Yeah. Just because I despise the Astros. I I hate the Astros with every inch and fiber of my being. I despise them. I don't like them either. I know why. Um. Do you? Yeah. And yeah, also, I don't know, I don't I know like why either. They have the same reasons. I don't. I don't really like the color orange for a sports team that much. I just don't think it clashes that well. Like orange and dark blue, I just yeah, don't no. like it because it's, it's mainly orange. I think if it was 
primarily the, the dark blue and then have like orange lettering, I think that'd be okay, but just... Oh. Speaking I, of orange not working, Clemson's colors? I just... Or orange and orange. purple. Oh boy. Orange uh, and purple does not work. You know, it, you know, I've always found that teams that wear like black and orange are always bad. Mm-hmm. Cleveland Browns, I mean, well, they're kind of like that. I'm going to bring that up I mean, later. But... You know, going to football after the, baseball. Like yeah. when I when I lived in Oregon, the Beavers they all they all they suck the whole time. Uh, they suck now too. Um, well, Oregon still has the Ducks. The Ducks are I've yeah. had are yeah they're good not college good. football team. They're pretty good. Speaking of the Ducks, uh, running. Oh oh yeah, the Ducks. Gotta yeah. love I Oregon mean, running. Ba- basketball and and football come and go with the Ducks, but the Ducks running. always have running. It, always. If, if, I don't think there's a powerhouse in run in college running quite like Oregon. Right. I mean, all the good runners. Who, go who else, right? But so let's do see. the Jamaicans see like so the Jamaicans have their their green and yellow flag, and they see Oregon with a green and yellow jersey, so they want to I go mean, to Oregon. It's like they hmm. match it up, so now they have fast uh, people. I don't know. I don't know much about running at all. Without people, wanting to so. stereotype too much, Jamaica's good at sprinting, Kenya, but generally they're not great at uh, distance. Kenya, Kenya is the country with the most Kenya, the best yeah. distance runners. I know. Ethiopia. It's apparently just one tribe in Kenya too that lives high in the mountains uh-huh. that is like really good that produces all yeah. of the top runners. But um, I, I feel like Oregon's like more of a distance team than a sprint team. So oh, it's by far. not as much. Oh, by far. You, yeah, you know, Steve Prefontaine. You know, going back to those. Days. Oh, did Prefontaine really? Oh God, he was good. He was insane. But put the cup up there. Yeah. I don't want that next to computers. Um. Yeah, uh, speaking of Prefontaine, at yesterday's pep rally, oh, yes. our uh, cross-country captain went out dressed as Prefontaine. I saw him in the hallway, and I was like, yes, was yes, great. yes, he, yes. He, he went so into it that I barely recognized who it was. I know. He said hi to me in the halls, and it took me a minute to figure out who it was. It was actually great. Oh, my God. That's awesome. Like oh, we're gonna we're gonna incorporate running into this podcast whenever course. we do because but, John and I are both runners out here. How's the injury recovery going? You know, it's it's doing better, but like I need to start doing the exercises again. Stop being a broken boy. Yeah, I know. But I got to meet today. Let's get back to the, the wild card race. The the, the AL yeah. wild card race is done. I mean, the the, the, the Indians are seven point five games out. The A point. Believe right now that the one wild card to watch right now are the Oakland A's. Again, one and a half games yeah, back yeah, of the Astros. The Let's hope they dethrone them, even though, again, I'm not a big fan of the A's either. Because, So, for folks who don't know, I was born in California. That gives a big range of teams for me to like, but also dislike. For uh, example, if I... I used to be a Giants fan when I was younger. You know who the Giants rival? The fucking A's. So I don't want the A's to win either. Oh, you used to be a Giants fan? Uh, see, I have like a long list of teams, but I have so many I can <coughs> choose from. Because uh, people, people like to say I'm bandwagon. They're like, okay, what's your favorite NFL team? I don't really have one. They're like, pick one, pick one. I'm like, Patriots, okay? You're bandwagon. Well, my cousins live there. I could okay. also say Seahawks. My aunt and uncle live there. In Portland, oh, yeah. Yep, bandwagon. Totally. I know, exactly, yep. right? Boom, boom. Seahawks. Yeah. Can, can you just go with the Seahawks, though? Because I hate the Patriots. I just, I don't care. Yeah, I like, please, I'm a fan of the NFL, the but I don't, like, the Seahawks. I, like, I do the Browns with you. Yeah. I don't, I yeah, don't care. Yeah, I'm actually, like, I started out being a Browns fan as a joke, but now I am legitimately a Browns fan. Yeah, I mean, like, it's insane. So how did Farhan feel that the Browns... Um, he was Steelers. salty, but again, I, I that anyway, is listed. Let's in get my back to uh, and this. Okay, so, um, so the Indians. Teams I just like... checked the Indians clinch with either a win or a uh, oh, loss yeah. by um, with Minnesota. Yeah, and, yeah. The in I mean the AL Central. I mean the AL is pretty much decided to be honest. 
Um, the Seattle's 11 games out of the, the, the lead and 8.5 games out of the... Uh, the, um, I was really sad when I saw. It. I was like, "Come on, Mariners, please!" Come on, that's like, "Come on, you can do it, you can do Come it." Come on, if you're it. in the NL, it would be you had actually you know, have a legit chance. Like if you're in the NL West, for example, instead of the I'm AL actually West. Quite okay that the Mariners didn't make it. Well, yeah, you have that that one. Yeah, the the Mariners fans really did treat. We had way. bad history with the Mariners fans, where they thought it would be a fun idea. It was a Mariners Red Sox three game series. Rafael Devers was making his MLB debut. He now sucks, batting two twenty with those twenty two MLB league leading errors. But they thought it'd be fun. Like we're just sitting here, we're we're rooting for our team. We're not saying anything mean. They're chucking beer cans at us yep. and throwing popcorn. Hmm. So now I'm just like, eh, I don't like really full want beer the cans too, right? Yeah. Full yeah. beer cans too. God. Well, anyway, the NL. Walker is insane. I mean, Colorado's 1.5, 1, uh, 0.5 games up. The Cardinals and, and Dodgers are tied. Um, Atlanta, Arizona, I mean, Arizona is only three games back. Uh, the Philly is only five games back. Those are the only ones that are really in contention right now. I mean, the the Nats and the Pirates, I mean, I don't know. because Well, the, the Pirates Nats- this year were supposed to be nothing. They weren't supposed to be a good yeah. team. And I just think the fact that they are sort yeah, no. of doing well is Yeah, no, their surprising. pitching is really good. Now, I wish Mr. the Giants had done tanking. better. I really wish the Giants had done better because in their last they just they just threw it away. In their last ten games, they're one and nine. They're oh yeah, like, oh, they're they're really bad. Who cares? I, I love it because I, I growing up in uh, Portland, um, I always had all these arrogant giant, uh, Giants fans who were like, ha ha, we have three World Series wins and we beat you guys twice. I'm like, you know what? Go back to California. We don't need you up here. So yeah. I'll, when I see the Giants uh, losing, I was like, ha ha ha. You Speaking know, it's like of- childhood. Uh, Real, like dreams re- being realized right now. Yeah, yeah, speaking of arrogant fans, the Dodgers. Oh, fans yeah. I hate the Dodgers. Are fans. absolutely atrocious. Okay, well, and, Dodgers are in LA, right? Yeah. So think LA. about it. It's just. But LA no, no, fans. no, 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 no. It's not completely true because Los Angeles has two teams. The Angels are the Angels. Nice fans. The Angels fans are actually good. They're, they're actually really nice. Legitimate Wait, they, they have nice two people. fans in the MLB, too. They have two teams in the MLB. Yeah, they have met, two teams. We have two teams in the NBA. They have, which, yeah. which is the team that people care about, and which is the team that people so don't they care about, about the Dodgers. They don't like the Angels. Where it's like here, they okay. um, for basketball they care about the Lakers and, no, and about the Clippers. No one cares about the Clippers. Like, so no, no one cares. It's like about it's like a Anaheim versus Los Angeles thing. It's like everybody in Anaheim's an Angels fan, but people in, in LA are like Dodgers fans. So yeah. it's like yeah. so it's I like was, the suburbs versus the inner city kind of yeah. thing. I was born yeah. in LA. And I grew up, my dad was, um, you know, they all lived in Boston, so I had that mm-hmm. heavy Boston influence, Boston. but you know, I could Boston. pick an L.A. team, but it's really hard, because if, if, if every, like, one of your family members grow up in, like, the Boston area, oh, yeah, and you're yeah. born in L.A., what's in Boston? Oh, Celtics, yeah. what's in L.A.? Lakers. Lakers. But hey, you're a Celtics fan. So, you could be a I am a Celtics fan, that's because I grew up. You know, way. you could be a Clippers fan. <laughs> no, he could no, no, he could not. If my cousins... <laughs> you cannot be a Clippers fan. If my cousins did not like basketball, I would probably be a Lakers fan right now. Yeah. That is probably... Yeah, for me, it's like my, my top team is the Cardinals, because that's like the family team, you know? It's like grand, my, my dad, my yeah. granddad, you know, going up yeah, back. Yeah, it just goes on and, and on. And then, like, but the Mariners are, like, close by, and I'm like, well, I kind of cheer for the Mariners... Mm-hmm. But I'll, I also cheer for the Cardinals. It's like, if they face, then I'll definitely cheer for the Cardinals. But if Mariners well, face another team, I'm cheering for the Mariners. See, I, I don't... My, the teams I cheer for are less based on location and yeah. more based on, like, where my favorite players are. So, like, the NBA. Mm. The Wolves are my favorite team. But I love to watch the Celtics play. 
And this year, I'm really looking forward to watching the Kings play. Hmm. So, Kings. people are fans. Like last name. So, here's what I want to get from y'all. What are your World Series predictions? Who's going to win and how many oh, games okay. over who? Um, okay, whoa, whoa, whoa. I probably would have maybe three or so possible outcomes because I don't want to just go ahead and throw a team in there because I'm biased towards the Red Sox. Yeah. The, the Red Sox are going, like, hey, Red Sox are going to win. They're going to like yeah. take some random team and win. But I want to just put out here that I think, again, with this, with while looking at the wild card and all, I think the Indians do not have a chance. No, no. But they had well, they had no competition in the AL Central. I mean, every any all the teams there suck, and I would put the Astros and the Athletics um, against the, those are the three top teams in my opinion. Yeah. Um, in the AL, because they, those would be the three teams that that compete for it. Because the the I mean the the Oaklands have kind of risen from the ashes. I mean, it's the same thing with the Cardinals. I mean, like back in like August, we we were we, I mean sorry July. We were nothing, but then we went out and had like a 20, 21 win mm-hmm. August, like one of the best yeah. months of all time, really. And now we're back in it. Yeah. And so you know, in my I opinion, mean, being completely honest, I think that so the Astros in their last ten, they're eight and two, which is yeah. shit for me. But if I they in their past few games they haven't shown, they lost their last game to the Diamondbacks. And they're sort of, I feel like they're coming to the point where they could be on a cold stretch. And if that happens, the A's are heating up. They're going to take over. And they could take over. And then I think with the way the A's are now, with Crush Davis leading them and Marcus oh, yeah, Simeon and all those great. people, I think they have a chance to go deep. I don't think they have a chance to go to the World Series, but I think they have a chance to go to the ALCS. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then lose to the Red Sox. Oh. Uh, <laughs> so you're, could you're, be. you're down for the Red Sox. Could um, be. You think they're going to win it all? I don't think they're going to win it all. I think, gonna, really I think you're going to lose to. I think you're going to make a deep to run. And here is why. I think it's going to be, and I'm being like completely honest, I think it's going to be Red Sox Brewers. Hmm. Because really? I just want to... So the Brewers, right, they're one like one game back of the, yeah, the first place Cubs. Good. Yeah. I hate the Cubs, so I wouldn't want them to play the Cubs anyways. And they're, they're, they're heating up right now, and I think, again, they have a chance to overtake. If they overtake and stay in, they surprisingly this year have good relief pitching. Yeah, that's weird. Um, Josh but, Hader was good, but now he's kind of meh. Yeah, but, but they had other guys too. But you know, their uh, offense is just insane with Christian Yelich, underrated. Lorenzo Cain, I wouldn't yeah. say he's underrated. I'd say he's in the middle, but he's think, had a great he's season. Rated. He's had, yeah, he's just rated. We're gonna call him that. Yeah, and they're they're just Travis Shaw. Yeah, they they put him over, and he's batting two forty. But you know, he's still got. Right. He's a power hitter. They have that Jesus Aguilar who was in the home run oh, yeah. derby. The match he's got so many homers and he's batting like two eighty or something. They get yeah. all that for offense. They can probably power through. They could I'd say they they could take down the Rockies. Oh yeah. Well I just want to add one thing too is that the Cardinals have taken all these rookies that nobody thought shit about and they've turned them into like really good players. Mm-hmm. Like first like I just want to pull up uh, Jack Flaherty's stats real quick. He's been like on fire recently. Uh, let's see, Jack Flaherty. Like, Jack Flaherty, this guy, he came up last year. Like, his first game, he gave up, like, three hits, like, five hits in an inning. I was like, okay, this guy's done. But, so far, he's had a 2.86 ERA. The only reason that he has a lackluster winning record is because sometimes the Cardinals' offense has been dormant. But now he has a 1.063 whip, which is really good. 
like any any whip under like like one point two two five is like one point two five is like good. But everything anything under that is like to really help good. with people who have no clue what we're talking about, like Dave, who's just over here imitating. <laughs> yeah, I crazy do. Dance I moves. do know what the whip is. Watson gets printing pitch. Walks I do know that. Printing's pitch. ERA. Of course, everybody knows that. That's like the marquee stat of pitching. Uh, and then there's and then they have a K nine, which is strikeouts per nine innings mm-hmm. of ten, which is like more than one uh, more than one strikeout per inning, which is pretty good. See, to me, a um, K nine is a dog. <laughs> Doge like. Like picks, yeah, yeah, little picks. Um, and strikeouts to walk um, is uh, three point two three. That's that's pretty good. I mean, he's just kind of come out of nowhere too. Same with like Miles Michaelis. He played in Japan for three years. We get him over in spring training. He sucks. We're like, God, what's what, what's what's the Cardinals doing? And, and now he's just really good. Nice. He was an all star, you know. Um, yeah, yeah, he was an all star. Yeah, um, I think. Yeah, yeah, he was definitely an all-star. Never mind. What, what am I talking about? Um, and then Jose and then, Martinez has been fire. Oh, yeah. And then I, I want to talk about also, like, like Harrison Bader has been, like, pretty solid, too. Like, he his defense is good. Like, he's, like I've always seen him make these, like, really good catches. And he's he's come around in offense. This guy, Pena, kind of is, like, starting. I think he's going to be our, our new starting catcher behind Yachty. Because Yachty. How I do mean, you have a starting catcher behind someone? Oh, Come on, sorry, man. sorry. On. The starting catcher. I mean, starting catcher. You're, you're Yachty, number Yachty, two. Number Yachty two in fades, the depth chart. When Yachty fades, then Francisco Pena is going to take How over because Carson Kelly sucks. How old is Yachty? Yachty's like thirty-five, but for How a catcher, he's still catching. Yeah. Yeah, Jeez. I know. He's he's Don't caught catchers usually years. burn out by like twenty-five. Yeah, yeah. Like catch, like catching is a really demanding position. Like, I mean, yeah. I spent some time to squat the yeah, whole. I know. So I actually I used to play baseball. And I spent a lot of time playing catcher. Same. And same. let me tell yeah. you, it sucks. Like it was, it was my favorite position, oh, I but it hurts. Yeah. Like after the game, like after catching, I'm just like, my legs well, are dead. I, I wasn't like because I never got to like catch for more than two innings. Oh yeah. We always had a better catcher. I was a terrible catcher. Yeah. But there was this one pitcher who would not throw for any other catcher, and oh. he was really good. So I always nice. got to catch for him. Nice. Nice. He's just like I you're played my man. catcher, I believe, in like first or second grade, just starting out. And instead of having to squat, you just like stand up on your well, knees yeah. and catch. Oh yeah. So I had like a oh, nice still fun time. Oh, you know what's funny? It was like I well, remember. I played like, in Hawaii, and they're serious about it. Okay, so fair. I, I was weirdly enough, I find it stupid that first and second graders can still have kids throwing on the mound. I think that's Wait, really yeah. They God, throw underhand, so but they're still throwing. I think that's what. Yeah. Just gets like yeah. the coach. I know. To, like, pitch. And yeah. I hear. I, I came like, here. I'm hearing. And I was like, "Oh, your coach just pitches to you underhand. Oh, we have kids do it." And people are so confused. It's like, huh? like, yeah, that makes no sense to me. <laughs> yeah. Like I remember, like I, one time I actually like caught the ball physically, and everybody like cheered, like in farm ball, and I was like, "Huh? What's going on? <laughs> I just I did my job. Yeah. <laughs> Why is everybody cheering? Oh, that you know? reminds me of Tilden. Oh my goodness, Tilden softball, absolute shit. We for, I think for, I, pl- I played on it for two years. We got our first win ever. Really? That's impressive. Wow. First win ever against Churchill. Again, impressive. So you guys are like the they're the best. Browns. They're the best oh, school. Yeah, no. So Tilden, uh, Tilden Middle School, where we were. Not Churchill. Frost. Oh, yeah. um, what was it? Frost. Frost. Yeah, Churchill was, the high school. Was, yeah, the school that like goes the, into Churchill yeah, that starts Frost, with an F. Yeah, yeah. Robert Um But Tilden sports, you don't understand, the worst sports. Really? I ran Tilden cross country one year. We lost all four meets. Um, really? It was like, 
the craziest thing ever. Or actually, in eighth grade, the craziest thing happened. The girls' basketball team went undefeated. 4-0. But you know what's... It's hilarious, because I watched them play, and they didn't know how to play basketball. <laughs> Just, oh boy. They, they knew how to, they didn't know how to play basketball less than other people didn't know how to play right. basketball. Yeah. I mean, like, <laughs> that's, yeah. yeah. I remember, like, my old school, it was Lake Ridge, and um, we sucked at football, because we didn't have a, we didn't have yeah. actually Lake football Ridge. Team. What's the Lake Ridge? I know. It was was an Oregon school. It was an Oregon school. It was like, there was a lake next to our, like, neighborhood. And you were on a ridge. ridge. We were on a ridge. Anyway. It was a ridge of, like, five feet. So, anyway, continuing on, we were really good in boys cross country. Mm -hmm. So, I was, like, like number six, and I was, like, okay. Yeah. But everybody else was, like, insane. Yeah. And I was, like, I'm finally good now. Yay. And, like, I was, like, okay. Because, like, we were, like... Top of the speaking of speaking of cross country, I just want to plug our high schools team. Okay, <laughs> Walter Johnson, the girls team, oh, yeah. has good. won five state championships in a row. Yeah, in a row, yeah. we've had at least one girl go on to D- run D one. Yeah, um, that'd be great. Yeah, don't bring names into this. Sorry. Um, hopefully, no one heard that. Um, well, she's pretty. So she's anyway, fast. So. Yeah. Um, and then the girls' team is just so good. They train harder than the guys do. We yeah. can admit that. Yeah, that's for sure. Um, they're more together. They're just great. Anyway, yeah, no. baseball, let's wrap it up and move into football. Okay, one more thing. I want to talk about uh, Crush Davis here. Uh, uh, let's see. I mean, this guy, he's just, like, insane. I'm, I'm just trying to spell his name right to look up his stats, but I just... Uh, okay, K-H-R-I. Okay, here we go. Um, this guy, he's batting, well, he's batting 251, but an 876 OPS, which is, like, pretty good. 42 homers already, right? That's insane. Uh, 111 RBIs, uh, 546 slugging, which is, like, insane. Like, he was, he was 22, uh, in the, in the MVP voting last year. Um, this guy, I think he's also really underrated. I mean, compared to the other Chris Davis... Uh, the other Chris Davis. I'd rather be Chris. I'd rather be Crush right in this situation because Crush batting two fifty, right? Yeah. It's still pretty shit. But then you go to Chris Davis, the oh, bad yeah. one, batting one fifty. Yay! Let me. I don't know anything about baseball, but let me just take a wild guess. Does he play for Baltimore? Yep. Of course. So let's He's see. one of their best players. How about them, also, how about them Orioles? Apparently, also he was like one of their blockbuster trades too. It was like we've got Chris Davis. And it's like, no. Yeah. Also, one thing I just want to recap. We asked this question in the last podcast. Now we can answer it. Officially, the Orioles did lose 100 games before the Red Sox won 100. Let's just give it up for them, Orioles. It's funny. I, I, I tweeted out like a poll, and people thought the Red Sox were going to win 100 games more you, than the Orioles. You, you put that on like... A Red you Sox put that poll as a reply to like a Red Sox tweet. Oh, well, really? that's the only way I could I get I put a like... poll on my Instagram. What did people say? So I had 400 people take the poll. What did they say? And 285 said that the Red Sox would get to 100 first. Okay. Well, it didn't happen. Well, it didn't yeah, happen. Um, the other ones so were like, oh, we're all, always, always assume teams will suck harder than the teams who are good will have success. I also so would Most of the people who voted that the Red Sox would win 100 first were Orioles fans who probably just didn't want to admit yeah, the fact yeah. that their team that There is sucks. local bias here. Mm-hmm. Well, and also, I want to point out that Chris Davis, is, this is not Which new. Which one? Uh, the bad one. Okay. Like, Chris Davis, he's been sucking for the past couple years, too. I mean, in 2014, the year that the, the Orioles were really good, they won 96 games, 
He batted 196. Mm. Just just let that settle it. 196 under the Mendoza line. And now he's batting 175, and everyone's like, oh, yeah, he sucks. And I was like, he's been sucking before. Well, let's just say something you know? right here. The Mendoza line is like 220 to 230. When you're under 200, that's just like... No, no, the Mendoza uh, line is 200. It's really? 200. Yeah, it's 200. It's like, yeah, you know, because like 230 is like bad, but it's not un- unforgivable. But like the Mendoza line is like, if you cross the Mendoza line, it's you're unforgivable. Yep. You should be cut. All right. Anyway. Anyway. Moving on to football. Yeah. So, we don't know that much about football because our football expert is not here. I know Colin. But he has told us a few things. Yeah. Um, so, what, what we've got, uh, what I want to talk about first, the Le'Veon Bell situation. <laughs> okay, guys, listen up. Guess who picked him number one overall for his fantasy number team? Two. Number, number two. Number two overall. Did I, had, I, had I had second pick? pick. Who, I had who did you pick? pick? I took Saquon Barkley. Oh, okay. I yeah, was riding high on a rookie's potential. I, I, I forgot who I took. I um, you took Antonio Brown? Maybe. Oh, yeah, yeah John, I took Amy. I took speaking Amy. of fantasy, go ahead and join the Wisconsin Weed Whackers Fantasy Hockey League. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You told me about that. Let's do that. Um, yeah, you got to join the Fantasy Hockey League. No, none of us have any idea what we're going to do. I actually have no clue. This is the first time I've done Fantasy Hockey. Oh, okay. Oh, I've never um, done it before. But, yeah, so Le'Veon Bell. Okay, he is a really good running back mm-hmm. for the Steelers. He's... Quite possibly the best running back in the league, but he was not existing. He wants. Game. He wanted a massive contract extension for the Steelers. All the money. He didn't get it. The Steelers put him under franchise tag, which apparently means they can bring him back for a year. They did it again last year. Last year he held out from training camp. He went in rusty. Okay. This year, not only did he hang out from training, hold out from training camp, he held out of week one, and there are no signs that he's coming back anytime soon. What a, what a so what I've heard from uh, from our football guy is that if he doesn't come back by week eleven, he's not eligible for free agency. So he'll be back by then. Oh God! But I don't think. Um, what what a petty asshole! Honestly, yeah. like come on, dude, you are getting paid millions of dollars yeah. to go out there and run a football. Yeah, run like a, a little. If if you're not gonna show air. up, like like. The least you could do is show up and donate the money to charity. Man, he is literally mm-hmm. giving up almost a million dollars a week. Despicable. That is honestly. That's despicable. Honestly. What Kawhi honest. Leonard did this year with sitting out all but nine games, even though people said, like, at least he had an injury, even though he got medically cleared to play. Yeah. At least he got an injury, so that was kind of justifiable. He's given up. He gave up like something like forty million when he said he wanted out of San Antonio. Yeah. Um. But this left bell thing, like, dude, you, and, and an, a lineman, I think it was someone on the O-line, called him out on it. It was, you are making three to four times what I make. Oh, yeah. Where are you? I, I love that. I love how he called him out. Like, like, yeah, yes, no. Please. This yes. is, that is just, you cannot that do is that. Like, that is like, like, Antonio Brown has hubris, but Le'Veon Bell, that's just like ex- extraordinary amount of hubris. Like, he, I, what I really want to happen is no one signs him this offseason. Oh, yeah. Because you look at him and you right. go, okay, well, maybe he's not going to really actually show up for us. He's a clubhouse cancer. I but mean, then, come on, you know? Sticking with today's theme of underrated, here we go. Le'Veon Bell's replacement, uh, oh, yeah. Connor, James Connor, maybe? Oh, yeah, I've heard of him. Um, yeah. Played for the Steelers. He's a second-year player. He got his first start in week one. Oh. He played better than Le'Veon Bell did the same game last year. 
He run, ran for like over 200 yards. Wow. He played That's really good. well. That's insane. He, he did fumble the ball, which caused the Steelers to end in a tie with the Cleveland Browns. Let's go. Yeah, the Browns but, already... I mean, the, if it wasn't the Browns, they would have lost. The yeah. Browns do not have a losing record right now. So let's give it up give it up for that. Give it up for the Browns. Give it up for my Browns. I saw the same. don't have like, a losing record. joke was like, if they go 15 and, like, like 15 and a half to, like, a half, they'll still be better than last year. I mean, 15 and a half lost. Well, like, if they have 15 losses now, they're still going to be better than they did last year. So, yeah. hey, they cannot have as bad a season as they did last year. That's true. So, Connor's underrated. Another thing, underrated. The Browns' defense. Yeah, that's true. Miles Garrett, um, there's a rookie. I'm blanking on his name right now, but he had like two interceptions in the first half of his debut, Yeah, which is wild. The Browns' defense showing a lot of potential out here. Miles Garrett is going to be a generational talent. Mark my words. He will win at least one defensive award. Right. Um, He will be a defensive player of the year at least once. The Browns' defense is going to be good. Yeah. Here's the question. Will Baker Mayfield get on the field this year? I think he will. He's, I think, I mean, number two on their depth chart. So Tyrod I think, Taylor is really good, too. I think once the Browns are mathematically eliminated from the playoffs, uh, Hugh Jackson is going to go, okay, get get Mayfield in the game, get him some snaps. Yeah. There's no reason to be holding him out, honestly. I mean, I'm pretty sure. well in the, uh, um, in the, the preseason. preseason. Yeah, he played great. What I, what I really think this situation is, is it's, okay, we paid Tyrod Taylor a bunch of money before we knew we were going to draft Baker Mayfield, so... Uh, right. We gotta justify paying him this money. That's pretty much where I'm at right, right. now. Because yeah. Mayfield took enough snaps in his collegiate career. He doesn't need mm. to sit and watch. Yeah. Sam Darnold got tossed in with the Jets. Um, his debut, he played fine, which is another thing I'm supposed to talk about. The Jets are actually looking solid. Um, Sam Darnold did start his career with the first pass he threw was a pick six. Looking kind of like the Browns. Oh, boy. <laughs> um, oh, boy. But then the Jets ended up playing pretty well. Um, nice. I didn't watch the game, so I don't know just how well. But it's... um. Wait, does Odell play on the Jets or the Giants? I feel like he's on the Giants. These New um, York teams, man. I can't keep straight Odell. these New York teams. Yeah. Oh. Anyway, everyone knows about Giants. Odell. Oh, yeah. He... I, I was bringing this up the other day. He wants to pay all the money. He, yes, he does want all the money. But he is the guy in football. He's one of the guys that everyone knows and everyone calls by their first name. Every sport has like one or two guys. LeBron. It's LeBron and Giannis yeah. in basketball. Who is it in baseball? <sighs> Who is it in baseball? Hmm. JD? I mean, everybody says JD. I mean, but uh, let's see. There's not. Is there anyone? I mean, um... Hmm, I'm kind of blanking on people. Maybe not. Maybe not. I but, mean, I mean, is there any hockey? I mean, uh, but yeah, a yeah, lot of sports. Always, a lot of sports have a guy who. That's probably the problem with baseball. Is we don't have that one. Has guy. a guy who's what again? I'm has a guy who everyone calls by their first. I was gonna name. say Mike Trapp, but Mike, Mike. You know, I mean, he. Oh, but, I think I know, Harper. Well, that's his last name, though. Well, they Bryce. call him Bryce. Yeah, everyone that's calls true. him Bryce. That's true. That's, right. Yeah, that's now, probably. That's everyone's probably like, "Oh, Bryce is having such a bad season that's this true. year." That's 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 the one. And he is. Yeah, I um, think that's the problem with baseball. But not, it's not really a bad season. I think if you split it up into half, first half yeah. shit, second half decent. Yeah. But that is a thing about baseball. They don't have that name recognition of stars they don't have anymore. That one guy who's like they used oh, to yeah, have. It used to be like Babe Ruth. You know, everyone, yeah. anyone could tell you about Babe Ruth. A lot yeah. of people could tell you about Derek Jeter. But now you go up to someone, you ask them, "Hey, name an NBA player." Everyone knows LeBron. Yeah. Name an NFL player. Everyone knows Brady. Everyone knows Odell. Yeah. 
Um, name a hockey player. I don't know what it's like outside of this Ovechkin. city, but in this city, in in DC, every single person knows about Ovechkin. So it's, it even my uh, even my chem teacher. It would be uh, Ovechkin uh, or she Crosby. Has, what? Ovechkin or Crosby? They yeah. probably call those by the first name. I hear a lot of people saying Alex, but since many people here hate the like the Penguins, you don't really hear people saying Sid the Kid much. That's his nickname, Sidney Crosby. So. Right. Yeah. They they say that a lot when they're addressing him outside of Washington because everyone but, yeah. hates him here. Oh, so, so name recognition is a big thing. Yeah. Um, in like other sports too. Uh, in soccer, Messi. Messi. Everyone knows Messi. Ronaldo. Everyone Messi, knows Ronaldo. The Messi Ronaldo rivalry is like huge. What Rolling on the ground. Every, <laughs> everyone knows Neymar, Neymar. Mister, I'm gonna take a roll around on the ground. Neymar. Um, who's who's Neymar? Hmm. Neymar takes they see the him tumble. rolling. They hate him. Oh god! Um, Ooh, in um, in running, everyone has heard about Bolt. Yeah, oh, a lot of people know about Farah and Prefontaine. I mean, everybody knows about Prefontaine. Yeah. he's like he's I like, don't. He, he used I to be. Honestly, don't. Well, he was like the seventies. So. Yeah, but he was like the start of Nike and Oregon and like the Nike Oregon yeah. project and like the see, Nike. Anyways, I, 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 Bolt. I don't follow running. I don't really even, watch running at the Olympics. Even if you don't, you've heard about Bolt, correct? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Bolt. Everyone knows Usain Bolt. I mean, his name, Usain Bolt. Yeah, he's Bolt perfect. to the just, finish line. Just it's the like, fact that he was he's lucky enough to run. have his last name be Bolt. Yeah. yeah I'm, I'm waiting on the, Jamaica. That's insane. I'm waiting on the kid whose first name is like I, but spelled like E-Y-E, or oh, like yeah. A-Y-E, and then Run. U-N-N I run. I run. I oh, run. Oh, last name is Sprint. I don't know. I also want to talk about the 2018 Texas Longhorns. They suck. Like, okay. honestly. They were playing against Maryland. I was watching this game, and I was oh, like... Shit. I remember that. They were playing oh, against man. Maryland. I was like, Maryland sucks. Like, it's not like Maryland's good. It's that this guy, the, the quarterback, he's already thrown, like, two interceptions and four touchdowns. And I'm like, uh, Sam Ecklinger, you're kind of ick. Like, you're a good athlete and all, but you can't throw for shit. He can't. He, he actually is terrible. Watching that game, I was like, is this a college game or is this a high school game? Because, honestly, it was a really badly played game. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, and also, um, on their other rival, the Sooners, people are projecting the Sooners to be better than last year, which I find kind of interesting. With the Ky- Kyler Murray, like, pe- like, Baker Mayfield is a better passer. But Kyler Murray has more like athleticism with the running game. He's a better runner, you know, um, that kind of thing. We also have a lot of returning stars from last year. Anyway, I just wanted to to, yeah. to say that. Well, now that we're getting out uh, college football, i got to complain real quick. Oh, yeah. Duke just got devastated by injuries. Oh, yeah. We just lost one of our best defenders for the season the New York with Mets. something in his hip. Yeah. And then Daniel Jones, our quarterback, who's really good, yeah. broke his collarbone. Uh, He's gonna be out at least a month. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, that's that's me right now. Sad. Nice. nice. Um, yeah, we'll see. We started out strong. We were two and zero. We look good, but yeah, who knows if our backup quarterback is like even four and zero, and then four and four, and then yeah. uh, last year. Yeah. Oh yeah, we went like five and zero, and then we were like five and six, and, and we finished six and six. So we won a bowl game. The quick lane bowl. Yeah. The quick lane bowl. Um. The anyway. Um, other thing, a couple other things I have. Tyreek Hill and Pat Mahomes on the oh, Chiefs yeah. are apparently really underrated. Um, people were thinking the Chargers are going to go out, they're going to win their division, and the Chiefs went in and yeah. just crushed the Chargers. Yeah. Went through them. Uh, right. So that's something to look out for this year. Um, 
Yeah. The game of the week to look for tomorrow. The Patriots are playing the Jaguars. Yeah. That's going to be big because the Jags. Um, That's a rematch. I guess it's AFC Championship rematch. Yeah. The Jags have the best defense in the league. I got mm-hmm. them on my fantasy team. Oh yeah, that was, uh, that was your the, main thing. Your main yeah. stick. You got the the Jags. I got I got the Jags D and I got the uh, Vikings D. There's only four of us in this league. I got so Eagles D. So yeah. I have the the Chargers D. Don't you also have like the Patriots D? Yeah. Yeah. The bad pick. Um, that yeah, bad. wasn't that auto draft for you? Okay. Didn't auto draft get you like four I different to, Patriots? Yeah, guys? I had to. I didn't mean to. My my um, app kept on crashing over and over and over, and I'm like, you know, an I'm just gonna put it on auto pick and hope for the best yeah. for the remainder. And I'm just like, fine. Yeah. You know, college NCAA. Um, I got uh, Miami. Yeah. Savannah State. Who's ever heard of Savannah State? No one. Oh, nobody. Um, Final score, 77 to nothing. Yay! Also, hey, actually, that wasn't the only... That's worse than the, the Bears. Last the, week, that wasn't the only one. It was um, Lamar and Texas Tech last week, also 77 to nothing. Yeah, also 77. Oh, what what yeah. are the odds of that? Having two teams... And it's not even that. There was another team. That was week two. In week one, there was another team who scored 77. Yeah. I'm like, what's with what's the deal here? Yeah. What's with all the 77s? It's all the mid-major colleges. But my question, the, the final score of that game was, coaches. the final score of the game in week one was 77 to 31. How do you give up 31 points if you got an offense that can Good score job, Ohio 77? State. That's just, that's an L. Good job, um, Ohio State. Uh, yeah, yeah. So no, I don't like Ohio State. That Pats-Jags game is going to be good. We, um, we planted the flag on them, so it's all good. Planted the flag on the So... Rocks. So yeah. Yeah, that's all I got for football. I don't know. What do you got for hockey? Um and then we'll wrap it up. See got the thing is with hockey is if we're going with underrated players, there's Max Pacioretty. you guys have no clue who this guy is. He just went to the Gold Knights after a long successful <laughs> career with the Canadians ouch I dropped. That means the Gold Knights are gonna be bolstered even more than last year. I know. Oh, and hey, I feel, are the Golden Knights gonna win it all? No. Who is? Because um, it's not going to be the Caps. I don't think it'll be the Caps right now. The Golden Knights with Nate Schmidt, everyone. He used to be on the Capitals. Now he's on the Golden Knights. Hey. Guess who's facing suspension for doing drugs? Totally not Nate Schmidt. Nope. Also, and so he's yeah. going to be a big dent in their defense because now they they have okay defense. Oh, yeah. We're going to skip over the Golden Knights because who cares about them? It's Vegas. No one cares. Everyone yeah. cares about Vegas. No one cares yeah. about Vegas. Everyone cares about Vegas. Vegas is like... We're going to skip over them. <laughs> I mean, I'm down to not talk about Vegas. But yeah. We're going to yeah. skip over it, them. Doesn't Bryce Harper a uh, Golden Knights fan? Hmm? Bryce Harper's a Golden Knights fan, I heard. Yeah, okay, and all the Vegas fans are like, it's, oh, we got Bryce Harper. Bryce Harper and so is, is Chris Bryant. Because, so. you know, Chris Bryant oh, yeah, yeah, and Bryce Harper are friends. really good friends. Which I find Both more in Vegas. Which I find that ironic since, like, Chris Bryant's, like, the opposite personality of Bryce Harper. He's, like, mm-hmm. uh, like the, the chillest dude ever. But, like, they're still, like, they're, like, best mans and he chose mm-hmm. wedding and things like that. Wow. Insane. Yeah. Like... Yeah. Anyways, Eric Carlson, who you guys have no clue who is. I've heard that name. One of the best defensemen in all of the NHL is now on um, the San Jose Sharks. I believe he signed an eight-year deal or some long-ass deal. And one of the other best defensemen in the entire league, Brent Burns. You should search him up if you want to see a good, nice picture of someone with no teeth. Right. Um, So he was now the number one and number two fantasy the top fantasy defensemen for NHL are on the same team. Well, nice. 
That's great. That's nice, right? That's great. I'll see if I can draft them both. Yeah, fat chance. Right. We're, 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 you, you guys are gonna have no place in I'm gonna draft. Hey I'm gonna draft who the system tells me to draft. What, what's hey. gonna happen? Your first pick is gonna be either Ovechkin or Crosby, and okay. from there you're gonna be like. Hey. One more quick thing I want to hit before we just finish this. Um, going back to football, Super Bowl. Can anyone stop the Patriots? Yep. Are, yeah. are, are the Patriots done? Um, is their legacy over? Or are they going to win one who are, more? Who is, who's and their, when who's is Brady going to retire? Who's their number two quarterback? Oh, I forget, but I think he's pretty good. Uh, well, I thought Brady should have retired at the end of last season. I See, here's the thing. I, I'm pretty sure Brady's not going to go out until he wins another yeah. Super Bowl. I think he'll go out on a win. I think he'll either go out um, when he, like, his injuries like, take so, him over but, or when he... yeah. I think he could play till he's 50. Yeah. If he wanted to. Insane. Honestly, if Again. the Patriots just invest in a good O line, Brady can just keep playing. Yeah. Just buy a just spend all your money on an O line and some decent receivers and keep Brady out right. there till like he's fifty. Oh. Um yeah. also one thing, the uh the the guy who Brady used to play behind after he was drafted, getting hurt. Yeah. Him getting hurt. They put Brady in the game, that guy needs to be in the uh, Patriots Hall of Fame. Yes, yes he does. Um, oh, also, right. I want to talk a little bit about MLS, just like cool. two minutes. Yeah. It's, um, so the Eastern Conference in MLS is really top-heavy with the New York Red Bulls and the New York City FC, like, uh, like, and Atlanta United. They're like a team from last year that just, like, that, that they just, like, founded the team last year. So they've been here for two seasons, or, like, two or three seasons. And, like, they're already, like, like, top, like top two in the league, which is insane. FC Dallas came out of nowhere and just, like, started... Like lambasting on the other teams, Portland Timbers like they were good a couple years ago, but now they're like, yeah. Los Angeles FC and Sporting Kansas City have had a really good rise. Same with Real Salt Lake. <sighs> the, f- the fucking Sounders. Uh, sorry, I'm a Portland fan, so Seattle Sounders I don't like. Um, and Vancouver Whitecaps are right on their tail. So that's just a recap on the uh, um, the uh, the uh, the MLS. Also, I want to talk about. That I think England is overrated in World Cup. Okay. Because the only good teams they faced were Belgium and Croatia, and they lost to both of them. So England is not your city, correct? <laughs> <laughs> it is not right. my city. That ought to do it yep. for the podcast. If yep. you're still listening, which you're definitely not, thank you. Thank um, you. Hopefully someday we'll actually get some listeners, but for now we don't have any. Um, so yeah. Uh, We won't see you in the next episode, but we'll still record it. Have a wonderful day. All right, see ya.